You're listening to Trot the Egging, hosted by John Hetherington, working with Witness Rugby Union Football Club, sponsored by Boydells. This week's rugby story belongs to a lad who grew up just down the road from Nosley Road ground. He was a Saints fan, but excelled with the round ball initially for Wigan Athletic and then Everton, before announcing himself to Rugby League with Mossbank and Blackfoot Royals. A great pro career followed with Saints, Celtic Crusaders, Salford, Wigan, Catalan Dragons, Warrington Wolves and currently with Witness Vikings, while also representing England in the Knights. Ladies and gents, Mr Matty Smith. Just a quick reminder that Boydell Sports are our sponsors here at Trot the Eggin. So if you go down to their flagship store in West Bank and quote Trot the Eggin, you'll get a free stud and a 1% discount. Right, mate, so how are you and the family doing? Yeah, all good, mate, yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're great. I mean, the kids um, and Jen, obviously, we're, we're last couple of weeks, they've probably had a grumpy grumpy me, but <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, apart from that, yeah, family's good, can't complain, mate, and um, yeah, going, going good. Good, man. So before we get stuck into your story, mate, where was home and who was with you as a kid? Where was what, sorry? Where was home for you as a kid and who yeah. was yeah, since Ellen's mate. Yeah, um, yeah. Grew up. I actually grew up just down the road from the stadium, the old, the old Northley Road Stadium. Uh, we lived just, just off that, and um, yeah. So memories of obviously going there as a kid uh, with my dad and my older brother, and um, you know, sitting on the wall there. It's uh, yeah, great memories, and um, you know, lived. You know, grew up watching rugby league. Uh, obviously, grew up playing as well along with football, but. Um, yeah, some great memories there going going up to Northern Road and watching watching the team. Yeah, but it was, mate. So how was you introduced to rugby and how, how did that come about and who was it that introduced you to it? I, I did play a little bit to rugby here and there, like growing up, but I was more football, you know, I was more, I had an older brother, like like I mentioned, and, um, you know, he was into football as well. So I probably went down that path, really. And it was only, it was only really at school that probably when I got to Cowley Secondary School, when I started playing, um, you know, for them on a Saturday. And, and that was, again, that was more rugby union as well. So it wasn't as if I was playing a lot of league. So, um, but I've always been interested in it. You know, I've always, but I, I was probably better at rugby, uh, sorry, probably better at football growing up. So I kind of stuck at that. Um, so yeah, it was late on before I started playing rugby proper. And do you think that's why I may be saying it's infiltrated Cowley, the train? Ports rugby lads from playing union to playing league, really, because just were predominant union at Cowley, weren't you? It was, yeah. I mean, they did have, I suppose, later on in the years, you know, we, we, we started playing a bit more league. They had like a cup, cup game, we used to play rain for quite a lot. Um, so you did play league, but it was just every week, every Saturday, you'd go off to all the posh schools, you know, all the yeah. like merchant yeah. sailors, all the posh boys, and, um, you know, we all, we all rocked up with. Ties hanging round our head, and they was all dead smart. And, the and that. Um, yeah, and 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 it was good, you know, like to 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 experience that as well. And going to them schools and grammar schools and playing, and um, you know, Rob obviously Robes was was at Cali as well, I and mean, he he was a year older than me, and um, you know, he he did the same. I thought he obviously played rugby league, you know, on the weekend. Yeah. But yeah, it, it you know it, it was great that, and but I never. I never really seen myself playing rugby league at that point. You know, I was always interested in football. I don't know if you know, I was at, I was I was at Everton as well, so I had that to concentrate on. And um, obviously, it was only when I got released by Everton at fifteen that 
you know, I started playing rugby league then, and that's when I went down to Moss Bank first, and um, and there was in there was actually in the league below, um, so I wasn't really taking it serious. It was just one of my mates asked me to come down, and I was playing, you know, I was playing rugby in the morning, and then I played football in the afternoon, so I was doing two, uh, fifteen, and then the year after they kind of clashed, um, and my dad just said, "Listen, you're gonna have to fit one, mate. It's, it's you know, it's gonna get too much for you." Um, so I was just enjoying rugby league at the time, and that and that's when he said, "Well, let's take it a bit serious. You know, you need probably go to a better club, better amateur club." And um, you know, I went down to to Blackbrook from there, right. and then and then got signed for Saints. So it was it happened really quick, really, the rugby league. Um, but yeah, I, I was probably more predominant into football as, as a kid growing up. Right. So let's go back a little bit. Then how how does it go about? How old was you when you got signed by Everton then? Um, well, I, I, they had to sign me Everton. I was playing actually schoolboys for St. Helens and um, Everton had to sign me. They couldn't ask me to come on trial because I was already at Wigan Athletic. Right. So I, I did from from probably six or seven years old, I was at Wigan Athletic. and um, So I did all, I did, I did obviously all that. And then and in Everton coming in and they were interested in me after playing for town and um they, they said, yeah, we want to sign you kind of thing. So they gave me a three-year deal at 12. I was 12 years old when I, when I signed there and uh, did three years there. And um, unfortunately, you know, when, when it comes to, to paying players then at 16, when you, you know, you're becoming a, you, you're becoming a man, it's, um, you know, they let quite a lot of people go and I was, I was the one that let go as well. And, and that's when I left. But, um, you know, I had some great memories there. I mean, playing, you know, Wade, Wade Rooney was a year older than me. I played, played alongside him a couple of times and, um, Victor Amachibi, I don't know if you remember yeah, them. James yeah. Vaughan was there, they were year younger. So oh, I thought it was didn't mate, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was it was just uh, football, like looking at my rugby career, football's probably helped me with, with, yeah. with, with the rugby career, you know, like some kicking and stuff. So um yeah, some good times like growing up and um and like I say, I was all, I've always been I've always been a St. Alan's fan, I've always watched Saints, I've always gone with my dad and my brother and, and my mates, you know, as I've got older and um, yeah, so it's it's always been in in, in kind of my, my life rugby league, but it was probably just because of I was doing quite well at, at football. I never really I never really did it as a kid. That's fair enough. So did you sign for Wigan before you played for your town then, Matt? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was like I was at Pilks, which was my amateur club, and then yeah. I think Wigan early on. It's not like they, they do now with the academies. It, it was it was I won't say it was laid back, but it was. Twice a year, it was twice a week. You went just went training. It was kind of like just come down. There was no contract signed back then. It was just we're interested in you. We like you as a player. I actually went with Phil Marsh. I don't remember Phil Marsh. He, he went on and played for United. Um, uh, he's from St. Helens, obviously. So I, I went with him, and, and yeah, it was going on for obviously a few years that, and then um, I had to sign for Everton then, just because I was well, I was, it was a boyhood club, you know, the team that I was out, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't really want to tell you that after <laughs> after last night, but yeah, um, we're not going too well at the minute. But yeah, uh, you know, it was me, it was my club, and still is now. So um, yeah, to get the opportunity to go and play there was was some even at that really age, it been massive. That yeah, it was. It was. It was great. It was. You know, you get strength Belfield and, and Neverton, which was the training grounds. Then you know, I got to Ball Boy. You know, for the first yeah. team because of playing the academy, and you know, met met the players, and it was just. Yeah, it was a good three years. It was a good experience. Obviously, it's gutting as a kid when you get released, um, whether you play rugby or football. But 
looking back on it now, I can look back and say it probably helped me my rugby career and them experiences definitely. And um, yeah, and I, I, you know I've done okay in rugby as well, which is which has worked out good. Yeah. So do you know when you play for the time was the what was the process of selection and trials matter for the football? Yeah, it was. I think you know, thinking back now, we we actually went to Belgium. It was just, I mean, I didn't get picked on the first one, and then, um, yeah, just the second one. It just come down just a case of of going for trials and and and, and then coming down watching you playing for your local amateur side, Bill. So uh, I just got picked up from there, really. Yeah. Right. And what position did you play? Uh, I was I was a striker. Yeah, back back then as a young yeah young when when I went. When I went to Everton, I think I played everywhere apart from goalie and left back. But <laughs> yeah, they, they put they actually put me everywhere in yeah. that three years. You know, I even played right back at one point. So I, I was always a striker. You know, growing up, I was always up front. You know, like scoring goals. And um, but yeah, as 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 you grow a little bit older, the experiment you a little bit older with different positions. Yeah. And so I played a few different positions for Everton. There. Right. So I was I was transitioning to high school. Then was it? Pretty easy with you being involved in sports and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I have this conversation with with my wife um, a bit, like, and and for, for me, I was always popular, yeah, because I was the sporty type, and you know, I was good at football, so I never really had to. I never had to try and all make you know, thing that, but I I didn't really have to try with anyone because oh, he plays for Everton, you know, and I had mates just because of that. Whether they like me or not, you know. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. He plays, he's got he's got a football, like he was he, you know, so he's popular. And, and and Phil, you know, like I mentioned before, Phil Marsh, he was my age, he, he went to United, so it, it was me and him. But it, yeah, I suppose it was easy for me transitioning into high school because of that. Um, you know, it doesn't take it away that it's nerve wracking in your first day of secondary school. But um, yeah, that probably helped me out being good at being good at sport. And with you being attached to a club, mate, was you allowed to do PE and that? To be honest, no, I wasn't allowed to play early on um, for rugby union. I always wanted to. Um, they, let, they obviously let me do PE, and, and but in terms of playing an actual game for you, for your school, which, which looking back now, I probably missed out on quite a lot. Yeah, you know when when you know my focus was playing for Everton, but. Um, you know, when all your mates are playing on a Saturday morning and, and, and then they're coming into school on the Monday all talking about it, it's, um, you know, you, you obviously feel a little bit left out, but it was what it was and, and I had to do it, I had to sacrifice that and um, and then later on I obviously got the chance to, to play, you know, when I got released, but um, yeah, it just is what it was what it was at the time. Right, so up until you got released, mate, any representative opportunities for football through high school? Um, no, not really. No, apart from obviously the Wigan Athletic and then signing for Everton, I, I I didn't really play for the town team then. You know, because of obviously I was I was already I was already um, signed by by a club. So, um, like I mentioned, I, I didn't really I didn't really play for for, for anyone else other than other than Everton. So was that like an opportunity window for lads that hadn't got signed? You think the the town aspect of things. Yeah, probably yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. I mean, I'm, the way that, the way it's going now with, with all these academies. I mean, they're taking them as young as six now, aren't they? And, and size yeah, them yeah. up, and um, you know, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I quite agree with that, but um, you know, I I just my, my little lad plays as well, and 
and he's only eight now. And, and I just, I think that the pressures that were that were on me at that point, looking back, I think there is quite a lot of pressure on kids now. You know, and, and when you're taking someone that young. Sucking the uh, fun a bit, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. You know, don't get me wrong, they're, they're, getting, they're getting well trained, aren't they? And, yeah. and, and, and they're getting good coaches coaching them. But there comes a point where then they tell them they, they don't want them anymore. And you've got to explain that to you. To your little lad who doesn't really understand at that age, so for me, I don't, I don't really quite agree with with it that young, but because um, it was difficult for me dealing with it at fifteen, um, you know, getting released. So, um, but it, I suppose it is what it is. There's good, good aspects of him and bad for, for me. You know, they get well coached, but is it too young? It probably is. Yeah. So the rugby comes along, mate. So how long was you was you at Blackbrook for before you got spotted then? And- yeah, well, it was literally one year, you know, the under-16s. Right. Um, again, one of my mates from school, he said, well, you know, come down. He obviously played with me at school, so um, he, he said, just come down, just come and, you know, we need to scrum half, really. So come down and, and give it a go and um, see how you get on in training. And to be right, fair, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I might, end, I might end up back in there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he just said come down and, and it just kind of went from there. It kind of happened really quick. Obviously, yeah. I was playing at a good club with Blackbrook and playing against, playing with you know some great players that were already you know part of the kind of Saint Scholarship Service area, whatever you call it now. Um, so I was playing with good players and, and it probably brought out the best in me as well. And, yeah. um, so then, yeah, went down to the scholarship. And to be honest, I think I don't know if you, if you think the same. I think. When when you go when you go to them play them trials a scholarship, I think probably half the team's already picked before yeah. the trial, or may, maybe more than that. You know, I think yeah. you know they kind of know roughly which lads they're gonna they're gonna go. keep or they're gonna go for yeah. without even doing the trial. And and I don't think I was anywhere near it. You know, I'd first come from from Moss Bank. Mike Rush didn't really know much of me. Um, train. So I, I went down the trial just thinking, my dad just said, just listen, whatever happens, happens, mate, don't take it to heart, just keep going. And actually, mate, I had the best trial I could possibly have. Yeah. And, and it's not like me to score tries, but I think I scored three. I mean, you know, like <laughs> everything that went for me went for me kind yeah. of thing, Every, you know, everything that could. And he probably could not, he could not, you know, sign yeah. me off that. So I had, yeah, probably the trial of my life, really. And then. Yeah, just went from there. Yeah, 16s and obviously 17s, 18s got signed and um, yeah, maybe debut 18 then. Yeah, so where would you have rated your game understanding? Because it's all well and good, like we we speak a little bit about fans' input, which a lot of them want to play the standard you've played at. So what was your understanding like at 16 coming from a fresh spot? Did you have a bit of game knowledge from watching Saints? I think so. Like you say, watching it, growing up watching it and, and playing little bits here and there. I, to be honest, I never actually played, but I, I'd always, what I've not mentioned is, I'd take the football on the field with my dad and my brother, but we'd also take the rugby ball as well. Yeah. So so we, we, we would always add the ball in hand, whether it's playing on the front with my mates or playing on the field with my dad. Like I did have a little bit of experience playing growing up, but I suppose my understanding of it was very raw, you know, in that in that sense of, Starting at sixteen, and then you know, like you have to, you have to learn quick, don't you? And I suppose being at Blackbrook, good team, good coaches, and then getting in early at, at scholarship, 
I was getting coached well, you know, and I was around good players. And I've always been confident. I've always talked, you know, I've, I've never really been that probably shy, shy person, really. And right. So you've always yeah. had that guidance in your game, yeah? Yeah, I think so, yeah. You, you obviously, it's new to you at the start, isn't it? And you, you pick it's not that trumpet, is it? No, no, but I, I think I do. I think I learn quite quick as well with stuff. And and, um, and I probably have to at the time because, like you said, I've not, I'm, I'm, I didn't play as a kid that much. So, um, you know, it's fortunate. Like I mentioned, I've had, I had a little bit of luck as well with, with good try, try, uh, trial games. Yeah, so do you think... Maybe not having a preconception of certain clubs and certain teams coming into the game where you were able to just play what you see instead of thinking, yeah. well, since I've been 11, such yeah. a body from Wigan's been really good. Such a body yeah. from Leeds quite good. Even from Witness is quite good. You've just been able to go out and play what you what you want to play and play what you see, haven't you? Yeah, and I, I, I still think people are doing that now. I mean, I look yeah. at, I look at the, you know, everyone, a few players playing Super League, two people spring to mind and who just go out and play and don't really think about it. Probably two of the best players in the game. You know, yeah. James Robert, James Roby's one of them. He doesn't yeah. really think about much. He just goes out and does what he does. And you know, I think he's mentioned in the interviews that he's done, you know, recently with, with his five in that game that he just and people say it about him that he just sits there in the change room. It's like he's there's nothing really going on. And then all of a sudden he's changed and he's out and he's doing what he's doing. He probably does. It probably helps him that he doesn't think about it too much. He just goes and does it. So, you know, I think with me, I, I probably need to think about it a little bit more because I'm not. I'm probably not. I've obviously not got the talent that Robes had, or, or another one, Matt Percival. Probably not. I probably have to work on my game a little bit more and um, and think about things, certain, certain things, and spe- it's probably especially me, me, me position as well, being an halfback. Um, you know, it's something that I've learned along the way. But like I say, I've, I've had I've had great coaches, I've had great, great players playing around me, which has obviously helped. Yeah. And from a young lad, are you picking little traits up from people? Yeah, I, I think you learn. You, I'm always watching. I, I mean, yeah. I even do it now, mate. Like, I, I can't watch a full game without rewinding it. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, how did that try happen? Well, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a good try, but I'm always seeing, well, it happened because... Analyzing it, yeah, yeah, I'm probably analyzing it too much, and that's that's probably what I did as a kid, really. You know, I was I was always looking at, especially people in my position, like, and I was again, I was fortunate having Sean Longbear and yeah. you know watching him and and watching what he does, but um, yeah, I've always been, I've always analyzed things, you know, for like, yeah. And how was the environment in a professional rugby league club compared to what you've just left? Was it? Just as just as God was it up there with it? Yeah, I think I think going into a club like Saints as well, it's just a, you know you you have that Saints badge on your chest. It's um, and you get the facilities. It is obviously to, to a step up from from where where you was the amateur to the amateur yeah. game, and um, you know, and you and you're probably around. And I, I wouldn't even say around the, the best players, and because there's always someone that slips yeah. under the net or as in, had that kind of, I mean, I played with probably six lads at Blackbrook that were better than me at 16s. Right. And they never went on and, and made it. And, and whatever that's attitude, what, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, injury, injuries, probably a few injuries as well. And just being unfortunate, that's probably what it is. But um, yeah, just 
yeah, I think just being at a club like Saints was just was just great. So how was your how was your year in academy? I guess you'd have done the academy, mate, and all that. So how how was that for you? And how was it getting to grips with? Because like we said, you've come from football, so the vision the vision's there, but the structure's yeah. not quite the same, is it? So you want to put players on to get you to certain areas. How long did it take for you to get to grips with that? Yeah, again, I think it obviously takes a little bit of time. 16s, you know, we only had six games as well. I think we. Oh, did you? We only we, you only play. You don't play that many games. Oh, we didn't play that many games yeah. back then. Um, I think it was six games altogether. We played Warrington and Wigan, you know, team. Yeah. Oh well, to be honest, it was it was it Wigan and Lee. I think Wigan. they were. It was. Yeah. They, yeah. Were, they were joined, weren't they? So we we never had that many games, and it was probably only when I got into the 18s that then it started becoming a little bit of structure and, you know, this yeah. is what you want to do. We obviously had more sessions um, and, and I was then, you know, 18 obviously made me debut, but I was I was sniffing around the first team then at 17, 18, you know, doing a bit of training with them, which probably also helped me, you know, training with them in the day and then going training on the night. You know, not everyone did that, but I was fortunate to do that. Um, and the, and the, so yeah, it, it obviously takes a little bit of time. It takes hard work, doesn't it? And listening to people and, and all that kind of stuff. But I think, like I said before, I think I'm I'm probably someone that picks that kind of stuff up pretty quick. Um, and then so obviously from there, then 18s, right? You're in the you're in the you're in the first team, but you still play. Obviously, 21. I think it was 21s at the time. And I remember that jump being massive. It was all. Well, all of a sudden you're like 17, 18, playing 18s, and they're all your age. And then once you can't play 18s anymore, you you're jumping up from playing against men. You know, yeah. I, I remember 20, 21s. Obviously, you're playing against 20, 21 year olds at 18, but you're also competing. I think you could have three players that were over oh. the age, over that age as well. I remember playing against Bradford one one week, and I think Stu Fielding was coming back from injury, and he was playing. And, he was in the prime of his career then. I was playing against Stu Fielding and, you know, I didn't, think, I didn't think we could get hold of him. You know, he was he was so strong and big. And, but I suppose that's learning as well. And that's, um, you know, having, having certain experiences in it against playing against, you know, men. So, you know, that was a, that was a big leap as well from 18s to 21. Right. So how did the debut come about? How was you told about it and how was the build-up to it? Yeah, again, I think, you know, Saints are always pretty good at promoting young lads, won't they? And are they yeah. still are now and, and giving young lads a chance. And so I knew it was coming. I knew it was going to come, um, you know, sooner than later. But it, to, to be honest, I think what helps being at a club like that as well, that they do well in the cup. Yeah. And, and so I think it was the week before we had like a quarters or semi-finals of the Champions Cup. Um, he obviously wanted to rest Longy and, and people like that. I think he rested Leon as well. And so me and Scott Moore played halves against Huddersfield. And yeah, just when he told me, just I think looking back now, I can't really remember him telling me it's, it's yeah. so young and, and and just so a long time ago. But I can imagine that yeah, it was probably you know the best feeling and and to make your debut for your hometown club is you know I remember the game like it was yesterday. Um, it's something that I'll never forget. So. Um, I got a forty twenty as well in my first game, so yeah. which was nice. So yeah, it, you know, we got we just got beat actually. We got beat eighteen sixteen, um, but just a great experience. Yeah, great, obviously great for you to make a debut for your own town club. This is obviously special.
And I think, like you said, Saints are pretty good at that. Can be about that other trap people as well, won't it? But how yeah. did that first year go, mate? How did you find it? Was you in and out the side? I, I think I played about eight games all, all together. Um, could it have been? Or was that my second year? I think no, that might be my second year. So I think I played nine games second year. So I would have only played a couple of games that first year, but I think just being in and around the squad. And getting a game here and there was 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 probably good enough at the time. You know, I was probably happy with that. Um, I think when you've got someone like Longy in front of you as well, <laughs> you don't really expect to play many games. So, um, but when I did, you know, obviously you want to, you want to take a chance. Um, but Dan Anderson was got. I mean, he he brought me into the first team squad. He Millwood left in two thousand and five, and he 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 signed. Obviously, he signed and come in as a coach and. And I remember him watching watching one of the games, he stuck behind the post and um he came over to me after the game and that that's when he told me he was gonna bring me to the first team squad. So he he was great to me. Like I learned so much from him and I think um, his man management was was probably the best I've, I've had as well. You know, I think he he knew he could probably tell me off and get into me and, and, and you know, about certain things and I'd probably have that reaction of or I'll finish your you kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Where other players, I won't obviously mention yeah. name, name names, but he had to put his arm around because if he did that, they'd just go the other way and they'd go yeah. even, they play even worse. So he's, he's my management was, was second to none and uh, someone that I've, I've probably learned a lot of, you know, in them early years. We give you that little bit of a taste to really kick on then, mate, in that pre season to try and impress. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I would. I forgot to tell you before, but I just remembering someone stood behind the post and, and and I wasn't quite sure who it was at first. And then obviously you realise like he had his shades on as well and like I did, definitely I was Australian like so, Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it kind of gives you that kick up the ass that you needed, knowing that he was there watching and, and um thankfully obviously again I, I played quite well and I just remember him coming up and saying you, you, you're going to be in, in my first team next year, which was, you know, which was a great feeling, obviously. Yeah, and how was you before the game, Matt? Was you a nervous player? Was you was you all right? How, how would you have been in the dressing room, like? Um, is that younger or, or now? Or just, it just in general, yeah. Yeah, I, I think. Um, I think yeah, the, the nerves, I probably excitement more than nerves. I think early on I was probably more nervous. Um, but I, I think the nerves probably helped me a little bit, you know, to, yeah. to, to do well. Um, but, yeah, I, I always I always felt quite nervous before the game and leading up to the game in the day. And, you know, obviously them little butterflies you have when you sat there half an hour before. But I think as soon as you went out for warm-up or as soon as that, first whistle went you, you kind of know what you're doing so it, the nerves kind of just leave you um, but yeah I've, I've, I still get a little bit nervous now probably more relaxed now yeah yeah but I think there's still you know a, a few nerves there just because you want to do well you want you want to perform you don't want to lose you want to win and um, so I suppose that the, the being you know scared of losing probably the, probably more more for me than the nerves yeah, you're probably quite lucky as well. You got an early touch, wouldn't you? If you hadn't have kicked the ball off, you'd have been getting kicked off too, wouldn't you? So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it does help, doesn't it? It does help game in games. And, that, and that's what I try to tell myself to this day. You know, 
make sure your first tackle's good, make sure your first kick's good, make sure your first pass good, you know. So that kind of first involvement in a game is, is big, you know, and, um, for, for how you play the game. I was just going to touch on how you dealt with a coach change, but with him saying that to you pretty early, I imagine yeah. you were settled right in when he come in then because you knew what he wanted from you. Yeah, and, and he was probably... He, I think new co- when new coaches come in, they try and get their players, don't they? I, I remember, you know, with Justin Albrook come in and, and I was kind of of the half-back. He, he, he wanted to blood, you know, he blooded Danny, Danny Richardson through, didn't he? And, and, and he probably wants to bring his own players through then, you know, and then that's, that, that's fine. You know, I think if I was a coach, I'd want to, I'd want my own lads as well, you know, to come through and, um, but that that's that's what Daniel was for me. He brought me into the first team, and and he showed you know massive faith in, in me as, a, as early on, and and gave me you know great opportunities there. Especially the opportunities he gave me with 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 obviously having the team he had as well. You know, Longy and Leon, and like I mentioned, you're probably not going to play every game, but or a lot of games. But when you get a chance, and he gave me quite a few chances, you know, you got a second, and he was. Yeah. To be honest, he was dead honest with me as well, and I can't I fault that. I remember meeting him just just round the corner here before I actually left in two thousand and eight for to go on loan to Crusaders. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was two thousand. So I was two years, three years in to being a professional then, and, and I kind of passed the, the academy. I was, I, you know, I was. He was. He was kind of saying, "Listen, you're not going to get anything out of playing academy now." Yeah, you're not going to play for me unless Longy's injured. Uh, you need to play, and, and and we feel like you need to go on loan for a year. And and I just thought, you know, at the point of that, I just thought, yeah, I want to do, I want to go, and I want to play, you know. But he could have rang me and did that. He could have let Mike rush, you know. He he actually yeah. asked to meet me, and I just, I still remember that now. You know, I've got massive respect just for him doing that. He didn't, he didn't need to do that. I was a kid at the time. I was. Oh, you know, a great 19, 19 yeah. years old and, and just to, to do that was um, I thought was, was great yeah and like you said there with coaches blooding young lads in like you were still young when you made that move like you just touched on but the younger you are they can sort of shape you can't they because Saints tend to keep all the coaches really domestically don't they yeah. so they kind of shape you into the 6, 7, 9, 13 you want to shape you into the older yeah. you get quite harder to come out away from your game in it and yeah Gains to what they want. Yeah. So initially, you come to us on loan, mate, didn't you? Yeah. So yeah, I did. Well, the listeners, but so how, how did you enjoy that spelling? I think you've answered my question really, but usually some people can take a loan as a kick in the face or a great opportunity, can't they? And yeah. I think you took it the latter, didn't you? And, oh, definitely. I think, like I said, I got to a point where. I wasn't really bothered. I wasn't really bothered where I was. I could have been playing at Blackbrook, back at Blackbrook. I could have been, you know, I just wanted to play like that. And I think going to Crusaders that year really put to me that I don't, well, if, I, if I'm not going to go back to Saints and play, I want to go out and loan again. Yeah. And, and obviously that's when I started out with, with Sean McRae and, and the club that, that I'd go again on loan um, to Salford. And, I think I had two, I went on loan for a year and then I signed a two-year deal then. And um, again, that that really got me got me career going, being, being at Salford. I think playing every week, obviously training, being the main halfback, 
which I probably wasn't at the time when I, when I first went. I think right. Jeremy Smith was there and, and a few, few other people, but uh, I eventually got that got that position and made uh, and made it kind of my, my position. And I think they ended up moving Jeremy into the into nine. So um, you know, played a lot of games, played a lot of games that year, and and then new coaches come in again and and putting this squad together, which was was great. I thought you know Luke Patton and Daniel Oldsworth, great signings. You know, we had Joel Moon at the point. You know, we had good wingers in Jordy Broughton and Danny Williams. So I think as an attacking team, we were great. You know, we were sometimes it was like 40 points to 30, one of them games. And, oh, we'd just been losing games. I, I actually watched the Magic weekend when we beat Huddersfield um, not long ago. And that was an unbelievable game. Well, probably one of the best games and most enjoyable games I've played. And, um, but yeah, it was just good for me. That Salford was just great for me personally right. and and put me back to that point where I was really enjoying the rugby again. And um and yeah, obviously signed from Wigan from there. Yeah, because remember just going back a little bit when he had Steve on, you and Steve were both on loan together for that. Yeah, we were, yeah. Yeah. And I was working at the Albion back then. Right. And I remember you were there before a presentation evening, just having a few pints, just you two. And That's I went up and was that. Yeah. <laughs> didn't want to say it <laughs> but I said like what are you planning on doing and you were pretty open you didn't just fob me off right? you just said listen yeah. like, if we can stay we'd stay but it's sort yeah. of in Dainty's hands rather than ours yeah. is that ever frustrating that that you can't say I'd rather stay or do you not mind the fact that they can just go but well, we'd rather you go here so you're going here yeah I think as a player you want to I mean I'll, I'll be on. I'll be deadly honest with you but if I Obviously, if I had a chance to go back to St. Helens' hometown club, you would. God, but uh, yeah. I think having a year on loan, there, there was only one. There was only one place I, I probably wanted to to, to to be, and that was there at that point. You know, I was yeah. enjoying it. Um, they offered me a two-year deal. You know, Saints Saints didn't really want me back anyway. I mean, what, I think the coaches changed as well, didn't it? Did Mick Potter get it? And oh, like yeah. you just said, like you just said before, when a new coach comes in. They want to bring their own young lads through. They didn't, he didn't want me. They've been on loan. They couldn't even met me. So I think Saints kind of passed me by a little bit. You know, it was, it was gone anyway. So I was I was really happy to sign, you know, two years there. And, um, and like I said, you know, the, the, the rugby we were playing really suited me as well. And, and, you know, really enjoyable. It was just that we probably needed to obviously just, just defend a lot better than we did. And, um, but looking back, I don't think Sean, I don't think Sean McRae was the defensive type coach. I think he, he we, we did a lot of attack and and, and not much D. <laughs> <laughs> so when when you're in them sorts of spells, mate, you're half with no no disrespect to Salford, recent past they've done really well. They probably punched above the weight, haven't they? But are you are you half thinking there could be a, a bigger move on here for me or? Well, yeah, and I probably owe that to, to Salford because it they. It kind of brought out the best of me in that two years, you know, the players I was playing with, and it put me in the, it did put me in the shop window, and you know, Saints were back interested. I don't know if you you, you know that, but in two thousand and twelve, yeah, I, I met Wigan, I met Saints, and um, and it was just, you know, through obviously meeting meeting Sean and the staff and the things they were saying to me, and what they wanted to do, you know, it was them I picked because of, because of probably Wayne and, and, you know, a couple of meetings I had with him, but, um, 
I think in terms of not staying at Salford at that point, like you, like you've probably said, we, we were probably losing more than we were winning, and and he had a, a shocking year the year uh, two years before at Crusaders, where I think we only won three games in the whole year, and and I probably was at a point where oh, if I got the chance to go Wigan, you know, he kind of sold it that we're going to win things and yeah. we're going to do this. You're going to be my main halfback and. You know, I, I just, how can you say no to that at that point? I was going to play with Sam Tompkins and people like that. I mean, Sam was in his, in his prime at that time. Um, yeah. It was just a, a too big of an opportunity to, to pass up, really. And although I was really enjoying my Salford career, it was, it was just, like I say, it was just too big of an opportunity to, to really to say no to. And it was at Salford you played for the Knights, mate, wasn't it? Yeah. Mate, oh, I, wow. I made me, to be honest, I made me, I made the England debut. full debut as well. I made, well, it was against the Exiles, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was a, a week before I moved to Wigan. Actually, I wasn't going. I wasn't going to Wigan until 2013. Um, but I think Thomas Lulu, I got injured in the first Exiles game, mm. and Wigan wanted me. Wigan wanted me there, and then because he got injured, and they were on. I think they offered. I don't know if it was 50, 60 grand at the time to Salford. And Salford wanted to take it, um, yeah. so that's why I moved up. That's why I moved halfway through the season. I wasn't going to get in the way of it, but yeah. it, it was. You know, they wanted me leave because they wanted money. They obviously knew that in four months' time I was going to go anyway. Um, yeah. But so it's a business it, as well, Matty, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, mate. So if we can get fifty grand for it, we will now. You know, we'll we'll do it, and um, and they did. But I actually got. You know, into the England setup from from playing for, for Salford. So, um, yeah. And how was that, mate? Talk us through that process of a new change room, a different coach. Yeah. And it was it was a brand new concept as well, wasn't it? The Exiles at that year. It was yeah, the first it was, time it was done. It was. It was. Uh, it was a tough game, actually. And obviously, when when you first go into the England setup, it's. I've obviously been around the nights and, and yeah. stuff, but when you get into that first first England setup, and I always say it's like playing your first grand final, it kind of it kind of passes you by a little bit. Mm. You're kind of there one minute, and then you, the week's gone, the game's gone, and you're like, well, "Where did that go?" You know, it's it's hard to really take it all in. Um, and that and that's what the first week was for me. I was only I was obviously only involved because it was resting a few people as well, and, and I think played after Danny Duff and. We actually got beat, um, but it was a good experience. You know, it was a great experience. Um, what an achievement, oh, mate! In it, yeah, no, it was. It was. It was. It was great. It doesn't actually count as a cap, but it, you know, to, to put that England jersey on, um, you know, it, 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 there's nothing better, is there? So, I mean, to play against a few of the players as well, and play again, play with some of the great players as well. It's, it's it was a great, um, it was a great thing for me, and. Um, you know, it went on to 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 be first of a few, but um, you know, it was one I enjoyed, even though we lost. Yeah, and it, what was you? What are you like? Because I'm quite sentimental, mate. Really, so if I'd be keeping them first jerseys programs, oh, what, yeah. what like? Are you, are you like that, or are you not bothered? No, yeah, I've, I've kept every kind of every top of I've had, um, whether it's England, whether it's Crusade, you know, whether it's yeah. anything really. I, I've kept. I've kept all the actually. My dad's got it all. He's, yes. 
he's got it all in his in his well, what's the way he's got it, but just as good out. But um, yeah, he's he's got from from me rings that I've won uh, yeah. to all the tops I've got. So I don't really, I've not really looked at any of them to to be honest. Since you know, I think it's some of the you probably look back on, you know, when when your career's done. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I like the England top definitely. One hundred percent, I'd be up there in, in a box somewhere. So I was, I was walking into your arch rivals, really. How was that for you? Is it a bit bizarre? Or again, is rugby as much as we love it? It is a business as well as a game, isn't it? Yeah. It, 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 to be honest, it was. I think because Saints, I left Saints. I want you know I got they released me kind of thing, or I left with their blessing. Um, I think walking into Wigan, it, it wasn't something that I was like. Nervous, so I knew that was walking into a big environment, good environment. You know, at that point, they had, like I mentioned, they had some unbelievable players. Um, you know, Lockley, Tompkins, um, Carmon, you know, Finch, Lubalai, people like that. It was, it was excitement more than more than anything, and just to be a part of of that squad, um, it was great. I, I, I actually, before I signed, it was the magic weekend. And I think was it was it been the Salford and Huddersfield when we beat them, and after it was Saints and Wigan the, the yeah. grand final. And I already signed for them then. I already right. signed, made the decision, signed for Wigan. And me and my dad was sat in the crowd watching it. And um, Tom, I don't remember Tompkins scored that half length. He went all the way around everyone and scored in, in the corner. And I just kind of looked at me and I'm going to be playing with him next week. <laughs> I'll be with this. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. So it was. Um, it was just more excitement, mate, getting in there and getting 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 amongst it and getting my debut. Yeah. Um, you know, as soon as I could get my debut, the better, really. And um, just yeah, great times. And did they have Robin Arena at this point, or were they still at Oral? No, they were still at Oral. Yeah, he was always at Oral when I was there. Yeah. Um, you they know, were good for wasn't it? Yeah, it was, mate. Yeah. I've seen I've seen Robin Parker. I know I know how good that is, but. You know, Oral was 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 up there as well. You know, he had it's obviously it was all on site. You know, the pitch was pitch wasn't you know brilliant, but it was all right. And uh, the gym was great. They had a wrestle area. You know, they had their own chef. Like we had, we got we were looked after. It was it was spot on. And um, you know, around the corner from where we lived at the time as well, we lived in Billings. My wife's from Billings, so we we uh, we moved up there and lived there. So it was. It was good, you know. It was great. It was great for four and a half years out there, and um, you know, I've had nothing but fond memories of the place. Yeah. So, what are them like? What are them big derbies like? What are the finals like? What are the build-ups to them big games like for you? And yeah, the, the best. I mean, the Good Friday's coming up, isn't it? And, and yeah, there's, there's no better game for me than that Good Friday game. Um, you know, you're playing throughout the year, and it's, it was always busy. It was always packed out but I think there's something special about the Good Friday game um, you know the history behind it and, and stuff like that and, and and fortunately for me I was always on the right side of it as well I was always on the, the winning side I don't think we got beat for, for five years I was there so it was it was always good experiences and um, must be some record that mate yeah, I think living. I think it was longer than that, mate. I think on Good Friday, I think before me as well. I think we've not lost to our seven games on Good Friday. Right. Um, 
but it, it's obviously always good as well when you're living in St. Helens. You know, they can't, no one can really say much to you when you're winning. So I never really got abuse as well, which was nice because yeah. um, you couldn't really say anything. But it was just, yeah, good a good period for me being at Wigan. And like you said, then Good Friday games, you know, up there with the grand finals, they're, they're the best games. They're the one you look, look at and, you know, can't wait for when the season, you know, gets started. Yeah. So what what little sacrifices the young lads that are playing now have to look at to get to that stage? Because you've gone straight to a big club, and then you've you found you you found your place, mate. Sort of thing, haven't you? With yeah. with Salford after a couple of loan spells, and then yeah. you're re-establishing yourself. What did you find the little things were that helped you climb that ladder again? I think when when I signed for when I signed for Wigan, I honestly think that the training was so intense. It mm. was, it wasn't, I wouldn't say long. It was just, it was, you was in. And yeah. if you, if you always train at nine o'clock, you're having eight. Mm. If you, you know what I mean? It was, it was really professional. Everything was on the book. If you stepped out of the line, you paid for it. So you was always on your toes, you know, with Sean. And, and that was, was a good that thing for me. Or it was both, mate. It was, it was, it was both. It was obviously probably coach led at first, and and, and and he obviously brought them standards in and that culture in. But it was, it was player led. Then you know we had good senior players. You know Lachlan, like I mentioned, you know Tompkins. Uh, I ended up obviously coming in and then getting into that senior group. So I think it was it was coach led, but senior boys, you know, took it. Yeah, enforced it, took it on, and. And even young lads were doing it, you know, even young lads would be in, there'd be no kind of answer backs that it just everyone just got on with the job and, and it was it was got it right enough, yeah. Yeah, it was something you had to do and, and, and that helped me, you know, because I was always I was always someone that probably needed to train and train and train to get better. To keep my weight down and <laughs> you know, because yeah, that's just the, the way I, I'm made. But so it helped me a hell of a lot and you know, there's not saying that we didn't go out and enjoy ourselves because we did, yeah. but we did we did it after a win when we're yeah. going well. You know, if we if we'd have lost a couple of games, we, we wouldn't be. You know, Work hard, play hard, mate, innit? Yeah. Exactly, and I've done that all the way through my career. I'm not going to sit here and say I've been the ultimate professional. I, I like a pint with my mates. I like a, you know, I like going out. I like, you know, that I think them them off the field. Um, Things you do off the field as well with your teammates are memories that you, you'll always have, you know, and, yeah, and that's yeah. part and parcel of it, you know. And but you've got to do when you when you're into work, you're working and you're working hard and you're trying to improve. And and as long as you're doing that, like, you know that that was that was all right with, with Sean. You know that was that was the wicked way. You know you work hard first, and and if you, if you're doing all right, then we, we get yeah, the, we'll we'll have a little bit bit of a beer on the weekend, but. Um, yeah, like I mentioned, just it, it just Wigan suited me down to the ground up from from the way they, they wanted to play suited me. Um, the training suited me because I was always working, I was always sweating, you know, I was always grafting, you know, working, grafting yeah. And um, yeah, it was just a, it was just a great club for, for me personally. Right place at the right time, the matter, yeah, yeah, and and went you know in, in twenty four was so I was like the in kind of my best best years, 24, 25, 27, you know, it's like in my pump basically. So 
it just it was yeah, a good time for me and just a good club. I was I was getting that jersey done because not like back back in the day it was never like uh, never submitted just to a name was it? So lots and lots of big names had wore that seven jersey, and then yeah. the next minute Smith on the back of it. Yeah. Did you feel any pressure from people, or did <laughs> you just loving it? Yeah, I think just 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 loving it, mate. Just excitement. I think. You know, you, you look at obviously you look at the names and there's Gregory and there's Edwards and Lulu I won't be you know worked before me and, and Lamb, you know, people like that. It's I mean the history behind it is just yeah, unbelievable. So I, I've I've always cherished every every jersey I've had with seven on the back, you know, Saints, wherever it may be, Salford. You know, you you kind of that number seven jerseys you know, it's 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 big. You see, you're kind of a leader out here at the halfback, and uh, people look to you to to do things. So, uh, but yeah, a bit Werner at Wigan was was special. Um, gotta say, and um, they had like at the time at Oral, they had like a a legend circle, and yeah, some of the players in that circle. You know, some of the pictures that were there, yeah. like said Edwards and Gregory and people like that. And then and, and them two, you, they used to come games as well. So we used to see him at the game. So to talk to them as well was was yeah, obviously good. But to be successful, I think, in it was was another another thing. Yeah. So I, I was the I was the lead up to the Challenge Cup finals, the grand finals, because you're looking, you, you've won Lance Todd, you've been in Super League Dream teams, you've been on both sides of the result on a grand final, so you know the ultimate feeling of both yeah. results. And you've you've won man the match in international games. It's like there isn't you've hit the absolute pinnacle of club and international game. I mean, yeah. What are them build ups like? Are they different from domestic to international? Um, I'd have to say yeah. I mean, the grand finals obviously are a part. You know, the the, the massive games. But um, you know, I I was fortunate. I mean, I've had throughout my career, like probably like anyone, I've had. I've had ups, I've had downs, um, you know. But I think playing at them, playing at clubs other than international, I think the international stuff is you realise that everyone's watching. Everyone's, you know, there's a, there's a bigger there's a bigger pool of, of, of supporters watching you. You know, countries watching you, and you know there's a, probably a little bit of a bigger pressure, but. Um, it was something that I probably think about now, but probably never really thought of it at the time. Um, yeah. But to, yeah, I think to wear that, to wear that English badge on your chest and is, is the biggest, you know, the biggest thing you can do in the game. And I was fortunate to do that a few times and, and go over to Australia and, and tour and then, you know, do the New Zealand over here as well, the test series in 15. So it was, um, yeah, special times. Then that, that four or five year period of, Playing for Wigan and, and, and representing the country was there was no bigger, you know, bigger bigger feeling for me. Right, and could you ever have imagined the return home would have come about? <laughs> no, probably not at the time when I when I was playing obviously for Wigan. I think, um, I was you know I was really happy. I was, I was enjoying my rugby and um, you know me, me, you know me, playing from the country as well, but. I think, like anything, I think in the end it was probably more, more or less mutual. I think 
I remember having a few conversations with, with Sean and, and I think Saints were sniffing around. I think Kieran was into a few different people, whether he was speaking to Wigan as well. But he, he made he made, you know, no either that he wanted he wanted to, to come to come back. Um but I was saying, listen, I'm, I'm happy at Wigan and, and that was that and that and it all happened so quick really and, and then all of a sudden they offered a contract. I think they offered some to, to Wigan. Um, and I just remember going into Wayne's office and then the mood kind of changing. And I think from the from the business side of things, I think this is why Wigan probably wanted you know me to take that contract. And, and it was probably because of they, they had George Williams that he fought a, a lot of. Um, he probably wanted to up his contract. They had Tommy Lulawai coming back the year after. Yeah. Uh, and I was on a very good contract, and they probably thought, well, if Matt, if Matty moves on, we get to up George's contract, make him happy. You know, Tommy's coming back; we've got cover anyway. So it probably made sense for them as well. Um, so that from from that point of view, Wigan probably would would have been happy with me to take it. And then I think for for me personally, when he when he kind of said that, you know, you you should think about taking it. I probably thought, well, you know, I'm going back to my own town club. I get a second crack of it, you know. A bit of unfinished business, maybe, yeah. A bit of unfinished business, yeah. And can, can I go back and do something there? I really want to do that. And and <clears throat> so that's probably why I decided to, to go as well. But listen, I I mean, in hindsight, hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? And yeah, of course it is. I probably, obviously, the injuries I got them that first year at Saints, you know, if I stayed at Wigan, would I got that? Would I kept carried on? And would 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 it be different? But you know, you can't say I, in terms of, of that. I don't think I've got any regrets. Though I think I I played four and a half great years at Wigan. In terms of Wigan, and I ended up on a grand final win in 2016. So I left. I probably left at a good time as well. And um, and it is what it is, isn't it? I got to go back to my old time club and give it another crack. And unfortunately, it didn't work out. But you know, life's life. And how had you been with injuries up until then, mate? I was very durable. I always remember when he saying to me how durable I was. And I think in the space of the four and a half years I was at Wigan, I don't think I missed. I think I missed a couple of games, it, and I think one was through suspension. So, uh, you know, really yeah, durable. And, yeah. Funny, <laughs> 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 I have one yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> And you got a ban for it. <laughs> Kicking kick, kick Reece as well. I didn't even punch him. I kicked him. <laughs> oh, yeah, remember that behind the stick. <laughs> Drop a shit out trick, that. <laughs> yeah. So, I um, I was really durable, like I say, at Wigan. And, 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 and early on in my career, I didn't really get injuries. I'm not really that explosive type to get injuries. So, <laughs> if I'm going to get any injuries, they're probably going to be big ones, like breaking your leg or doing your yeah, eye socket like it. Uh, yeah, like I did at Saints. So um, it was just, it's just, it's what it is, isn't it? So it's unfortunate. I think you, you'd be, you'd be daft to think you're going to go throughout your whole career not getting a bad injury. And uh, unfortunately for me, it was my first year, first game back. It seems the first kind of a trial game, I broke my leg. And then that put me out, obviously, for, for half the season and come back and, you know, did my eye socket as well. Um, we will go and, and, World Cup put the thumb in. That was the second game back, so I missed the, the the majority of that season. And what 
to be think what what was gutting for me about about that year, and it wasn't me breaking my leg or doing my ice hockey. It was the fact that you know my idol, my, my idol growing up, and and the the bloke that brought me back, Kieran Cunningham, got the sack, and um, you know that probably hit me harder than, than anything really. Yeah. So what what are clubs like with you when you have? I was going to say niggles then, but they're not niggles. So what are the club like with you when you've got them injuries? Oh, so like Saints, Saints were fantastic. I think. You know, and I, I owe a lot, of, a lot to Nathan Mill and um, the physio team. There, they got me back pretty quick. To be fair, um, I think I missed about eight, nine games that with a broken leg, and um, you know it's pretty good now. They put a big plate on Dolby and and, and you're yeah. back playing within eight weeks, which is probably a good way of doing it now. Um, just don't want to go through through airports; you get bleeps <laughs> all the time. But it, you wait forever now, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, they they were they were fantastic, and and I suppose like like anyone, it's it's just bad luck, isn't it? And that's how they dealt with it. It's just bad luck. It's not as if you don't want to play. You know, as if you you want to break the leg, it's I mean it happens. It's sport, isn't it? And so they were they were they were fun. They was always good in the sense. It was just you know for me, it just didn't work out. It just I think whether it being the way that the team was playing or didn't suit me or. Um, or one thing or another, but you know, I've, I've got nothing bitter about Saints. I mean, they they looked after me, you know, Eamon, Eamon was fantastic. My rush, you know, the, the coaching staff, the physio were, were great, the players, it just it didn't work out. And it was one of the things. So, you're not scared of a drop goal, mate. So, what about this famous <laughs> drop goal? Yeah, I, I mean, I've you know what, I've dropped, I've dropped 30 goals for Wigan. And I've only dropped one for six. I mean, it was great. I mean, that 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 game in particular was just crazy. I mean, we we, we went we, obviously yourself being Salford. It's um, they played really really well that game. Not taking nothing away from Salford, they was they were fantastic at that point. And oh, I'm witness me. Don't worry about Salford. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I um. But yeah, I, I didn't. I, I didn't think we were gonna obviously gonna get anywhere near that game towards the end. And you know, you get what it's like to Saints. You know, what Saints are. You know, when they when they get one try, they get another one. And, and it was kind of that that happened. And I think the last seven minutes, we we scored three tries. We got to level, and um, and then you know they kicked off. They kicked off to us, and we was like, we've got one set here, basically one set to try and get up the field. Either score a try or get the one point, and we didn't really get caught. I think we got about forty out, and and I went to I went to drop it, and they got really good in. They got really good pressure on me, so I gave it to Johnny, and Johnny went for him. It went nowhere near. So they get the ball back on the twenty. There's twenty seconds left, and I thought we're not going to get a chance here. We just let's stop them from scoring. Let's stop them from from getting any anything out of the game. And I just remember you trying to. They're trying to chip it on on the forty meter line, and I'm like, "What are we doing?" And then we get the ball, and it just lands in my hands. I think Lou McAvoy's guys but chips it over someone's head, and I get it on the half bounce, and I just straight away just thought, "Kick it!" And I just launched, and I come to it in any sweet to me. Yeah, uh, it was it was just perfect. And as soon as it left left me foot, I knew he had a chance. I knew he had to sweet, and he had to get it. And then what happened after that? It actually it kicked it on the Utah. I heard you to go, and when it went over, yeah, the crowd went. The crowd went wild, and um, 
I got, yeah, everyone jumped on me. And I had to, people say to me now, why did you run all that way? Why did you not run to the, the, the your fans? I kind of ran to the, to, they said I ran to the away fans, but I never, in that right-hand corner stadium, that's where the family sit. Right. So I ran to the fam, I ran to my family and I only did that because my, my girl, my little twin girls had just been born the week before. Oh, so I was kind of ran to them kind of thing to yeah. celebrate with my family, but um, it looked like I was trying to rub it in. <laughs> I wasn't. I was all sorts of it. <laughs> yeah, I get all just shit for that, dropping a goal. I wasn't even doing it to them. But, How yeah, did you yeah. find it setting them up, mate? So like you said, 30, the 30th weekend don't get brought up to you a lot. But how, how was you in the situation where you had to sort of set one up? And say, say you were in a close game, what minute yeah. would you be looking at to, to form something to get in, in the position to knock one over? Yeah, it's a good question, that. I think I think it, it all depends on how the game's going, for one. How you're feeling it is, yeah. Yeah, I, I, in terms of where, what I'd want it to set up, I'd always try and say to, to Miyoka, get me on that left-hand post. Yeah. So then, if I need to go, if the markers try and close me down, I can go to the right of it. And I've still got that angle where I kick, I kick across the ball anyway. Yeah. So I can kick across. I can take it away from the markers. I can kick it across. But um, in terms of when in the set, I think, I think if you're happy to go early, I think early the better, as long yeah. as you're in good range. I think go play one, play two, because they're not expecting you go that early. Because yeah. um, the longer you leave it, obviously they're going to go right. Last tackle, let's all charge him and try and get this ball. Um, but in terms of it, a minute of a game, yeah, it just depends. I think it depends how the game's going. Um, but if you're in range of them posts and you're throwing a game and you say you're within 10 minutes to go, I would always I would always go for it. You know, I think anything before the 10 minute, you no, know, anything before the 70th minute, yeah. you're probably looking at keep building pressure if we can't stop build pressure. But as soon as that 10 minutes come, 10 minutes left, I think. You're looking at, you know, like, what are we going to get from this game? There, can we get, can we get this one point over? Have you had to override people off there in your career then to say like settle, let's build pressure, let's force a drop goal, like a, a drop, what drop like a drop out, or let's bang it in the corner, make them go the ninety meters. Have you had yeah. to do that often? I don't. To be honest, I think because that that's what people look at me to do. I think that's what I'm good at. I, I think. You know, I, I'm ne- I've ne- never had the step. I've never had the, the real speed. I've never... I know what I'm good at, and that's probably organising a game, managing a game, yeah. kicking, kicking kicking well. More so than not, hopefully, but <laughs> the witness yeah. fans have said that at the minute. But, you know, kick, kicking well and, and trying to organise. And, and that's why I like, you know, my other half back to be, to be that Johnny Lomax type, Danny Craig. You know, like... It, them yeah, types yeah. plays because because it balances it up pretty well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've never really had anyone over over overrule me. Like I think I've always been, I've always probably Trusted. made yeah, probably made good decisions. And and there's obviously probably a few decisions, bad decisions that I've made on the pitch where I should have probably gone gone for it and I've not or or certain things, you know. But I think that's life in it. That's you know, rough mistakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the move to Catalan, mate, what an opportunity that was. And how did that come about? Who's representing you? And is anyone else in touch or is it always Catalans? 
Yeah, well, it obviously didn't go well at Saints, did it? And and um, and and so I was obviously speaking to Andy and about certain moves, and and I think at the time, I think the Catalans' decision was was based on on out the clubs that were in for me. What have I got the most again? What have I got the most chance of winning? Who can yeah. I win? You know, and I, and I believe Catalans with a team that I could go to and, and we could still maybe win a Challenge Cup, maybe win, you know, maybe get into the playoffs and, and have a good bigger Super League. Um, so I've always made the decision to sign for teams of not free money, you know, believe it or not, it's free, you know, winning. And, 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 yeah, and, and I've always done that. So um, Catalans was that, was that, was that point. And I, I think being totally honest with you as well, um, I was struggling at the time, you know, back in Miss Intelligence, back end of Miss Intelligence career. Um, you know, it weren't going well for me on the pitch. I, I had them injuries. Um, I lived in the town. I, I obviously know a lot of people in the town, and and it does get it does get on top a little bit. And and I probably didn't deal with that the way I probably should have done at the time. But I suppose Catlands was also a, a get out as well. How do I escape from from this? So I, I'd probably said I, I chose Catalans because of that as well. If I'm being, you know, deadly honest, um, and and there was other factors as well. You know, the opportunity, the experience, living in France, yeah. you know, trying to learn a new language, but just that <laughs> experience, I'd say more so was the experience and to win stuff. But there was something in my mind that oh, I could I can get away. Here. Yeah, I was get just away for a year or two. It yeah, was yeah. just it. It probably just made my decision for me that you know yeah. the end. So yeah. how how did you enjoy your spell there, mate? And and what did you take from that? Yeah, it was just a, it was a great experience. I think in in the start, I, I had a really good preseason, um, and it was a, it was looking back I, again, no regrets. It was a, a good experience, something that I'm glad I've, I've gone and done. With my family, my young family as well at the time, and my lads eight now, and my, my girls are four. But at the time, the, the, the Sam was three, and my twin were one. So as you can imagine, it was it, it was there was a lot going on off the field as well, and yeah. um, you know, and he had that that kind kind of two year spell at Saints where it didn't go right, and probably hurt me from that a little bit because I wanted to go go so much better than it did. But I think. Going over there it was, in terms of good opportunity, it was probably the wrong time as well. Yeah. Because of, of, of like I've just mentioned, young kids, um, from the situation of Saints. And, um, but again, it was what it was. My, my wife struggled as well with obviously being at home with the kids a lot. I, I got I got the release of obviously going to the to train and being around the lads. And yeah. you know, Jen, was, Jen was obviously on her own quite a lot of the time. And so it was difficult for her, but. Um, I think twelve months was, was well enough, and, and and we decided to come back. Right, and it and it was to our rivals, but Warrington won it, mate. And <laughs> how, how, how does that come about? Because you're ticking boxes here, and as yeah. much as you're saying I weren't explosive, I weren't this, I, I was a good dog, and I, you're playing for all top clubs. There's not a club yeah. there where like you're struggling at relegation, or you, you're scraping wins, or you're getting battered every week. You're at the top end of the game. So how yeah. you find how, how does that one in some move come about and 
does it reinvigorate you? Does it? Do you feel like you're coming back to your normal self? Yeah, I think obviously a big club again, a massive club. And when I spoke to when I spoke to Steve Steve Price, you know, it was time for us to come home, and 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 Price he kind of just said, "There's room for you. We we we'd love to keep you, you know, take you on loan, um, and 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 give you that opportunity to come back." So. You know, I, I know Lee Brace quite well as well, so that's probably probably helped the situation. But you know, <clears throat> to get the opportunity to go there and you know play a few games, and, and at that point, I didn't know where I was going to be the year after. I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, Warrington obviously whispers of, of them wanting to sign me, uh, but I think like anything, when you've not got a club, you, you kind of leave yourself. You know, we don't have to pay that much for him, or you know what I mean. It kind of, you know, we get him for cheaper, like kind of thing. So, but I was happy with that just to come back. You know, I wanted just to to come to come back, and like I say, I've always come, I've always gone not just for the money, just to places where I, where I could probably win and and, and bet my, myself. So, um, that's why I come back and yeah, got got a few games at the back end of the, uh, of the season. Unfortunately, I got I got banned in for the. For the last game when they got knocked out, but you know it was what it was. What it was that. Yeah. So at this stage of your career, you probably won't notice. But looking back now, do you think there's little bits of of everyone you've been around starting to come together, and maybe clubs are leaning on you more to possibly take like boss a situation. So where you've usually just gone like I'll organise like yeah. this this next set, let's go defensive and then pile the pressure on. Are they sort of are you nurturing into an on-field coach? Yeah, I think I have done over the, the back end of my career. I mean, even now, it, it's been a, like signing for witness, man. I've, I've, I've really enjoyed that side of it, like you just mentioned, because, you know, Simon and, and, and Ryan O'Brien, they, they give me a chance to, to put my point across and they ask for my opinion and, and, which is nice, isn't it? You know, like to get the player's opinion and, and stuff, they give me that kind of role. So um, I suppose the transition of me from player to coach, that's what I, I need to be doing more often now. And, um, you know, I think you start, a, a level, it's like playing, and if you start off at, at 18, you're a bit raw and you just got to keep progressing, progressing, progressing. And hopefully, you know, back in the career, you're the player you want to be. I think that's what it's like with coaching. You, you start yeah. off that you're a bit of an experience. You know the game, but you don't want to be a coach. But you need yeah. to learn and learn and learn. Keep improving. Keep learning off good coaches and players. And, and then eventually you get that chance to... I mean, look at Sean Wayne now coaching coaching the international side. He started coaching 20 years ago, you know. So it doesn't happen overnight. You know, there's a, there's a process you've got to go through. So, um, yeah, thankfully to witness that they give me that opportunity for my to get my opinion across um, which is nice right so you come back to us at witness mate don't you and from the arch enemy and that and is is <laughs> <laughs> part of that for the very reason we've just spoke about you can sort of explore the off the field as much as you can still enjoy playing yeah and and, and I think as well as soon as I met the club I just, I'd already been at the club, obviously, like you mentioned, 2008, I come on loan. And um, I think the club as a whole is just a big club. You know, it's a big club. There's got 
good fan base. They wanna they wanna get back into Super League. And and I think signing for winners, like I've pinched, like I've mentioned throughout this interview, it wasn't about money, it was about trying to get trying to help witness to hopefully reach Super League again. And if I could be a small part of that then I'd be I'd, I'd retire happy kind of thing. And that that was what was in the back of my mind and um from obviously the other clubs that have come in for me as well. I mean Newcastle was one, Newcastle I won't speak about really, but they offered me a hell of a lot more. Yeah. But I, I just think for, for me at that time coming back from Catalans to then to then go again, you know, to travel and I just wanted to be at home. I wanted to be settled, my family settled. Witness was ten minutes away. They're a great club, big club. And they you know, they was giving me everything I needed to have. So, um, yeah, I kind of overlooked the witness actually because I don't, I don't know where I'd be. We'd, we'd play. I don't know if I'd still be playing now, really. I'd probably, if I hadn't got the witness um, contract, I might have I might have even retired. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been great since I've been back. And, you know, and I'm enjoying my rugby again now. I'm that's enjoying the, training. That's the bit, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I had a few rocky years there at Catalans and Saints and... and I just think for, for enjoyment again and, and just enjoyment will be it. It was, it was the right decision. Good man. So I, I appreciate him, I'm ruining your night here, but a no, couple of tough questions, mate. Double couple of questions. Pretty much superstitions, you got any? You know what? Only game day, like I just have I, I don't worry about anything throughout the week, you know, or what what I mean, you know, eating wise, I don't have to have the same stuff or whatever, but as soon as game day, it's as soon as I wake up in that morning, <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to kind of do the same same little things. And I suppose when it was full time, it's a little bit different now because sometimes we might be working or or whatever. But and it changes with kids, doesn't it? Like kids, yeah. kids have either got football or rugby art, so it's changed a little bit over the years. But beans on toast is definite, is a must. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is, you know, any any kind of nutritionist now would would. <laughs> Would kill me. Pulling the hair out. Pulling the hair out, definitely. Because they have loads of cheese on it as well. <laughs> I can edit that. <laughs> but yeah, I think in terms of games, it's a bit weird, but like gum shield, putting in my sock before we go out. And then when the whistle goes, putting it back in and out. So just little bits, but nothing nothing too drastic, but just little, little stuff I need, I need to do. Right. So the not, that it not that it changes anything, mate. I've done that all my career and I've, I've lost yeah. games, I've won games, I've had bad injuries, I've not, you know, so uh, yeah, it just it, helps not, on it. it just I don't know, it's just routine, I suppose. So the toughest player you've played with and against, mate. Well, I mean, I don't want to say just that the old, you know, like I mean, you know, like likes of Peacock and people like that. Like everyone says them and Molly. The definition and, can be different though, mate, can't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what that was gonna say. And and I think for me. Like in terms of tough, mentally tough, you know, people like Roby. I mean, we, especially when I was at Wigan, you know, we used to try and get him off the field. We used to try and make him do a million tackles, and he would, <laughs> and he would, do, he would literally do a million tackles. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? And, and still standing at the end of it and played eighty minutes. So mentally tough, you know. There's no, there's no one mentally tougher than, than James Roby. Um, I'm going to I'm sticking with Rockers there I mean I played at Wigan with 
with Mickey McClure, just yeah. so hard, like just a tough player. Just, you know, he'd get off the line, he'd back someone. Again, he he didn't know when he was beat Mickey and, and didn't didn't really feel pain. I remember him dislocating and breaking his ankle against Brisbane and he wants to walk off the field. I've never ever seen anything like that. Like his leg was facing the other way. And he didn't want to get on the stretcher. He wanted to try and get off the field. And that for me is just that's physically tough, isn't it? That's just crazy that. Um you know, I'd be looking at it screaming. Yeah, I'd be crying my eyes out, but I'd be making know. the ambulance noise myself. <laughs> it's, it's awful, isn't it? But yeah, just a tough player. But yeah, I mean I've played against so many, so many people. I mean playing for England against people like Greg Inglis. Yeah. Just I remember trying to hit Greg Inglis one. He played fullback and I remember trying to tackle him, he ran the ball back. And it was like hitting a brick wall, mate. I've never Never experienced strength like he's yeah. playing against someone like him. He, he was so strong. And, but yeah, probably different different types of players. Um, Rove's more mentally tough. You know, yeah. Mickey probably both and, and, and English. <clears throat> it's probably someone that, yeah, he's just brute strength and yeah. physicality of him was, was ridiculous. So your favourite away ground, mate? Oh, I've got a few. I've played for a few teams, though. Yeah. <laughs> you do this. You know where I like playing. I like. I like. I like playing at Cass. We've had some yeah. good times at Cass, and I know it's an old stadium. And, oh, that's but, up there with them. With the but, with the dead ones. That yeah. I think. I think it's just something about maybe the Cass fans, and because you can hear everything. So when when you're not going too well, they give you they give you some shit, yeah. and you can hear it. So then when it's going well, it kind of just. <laughs> Because they're on top of you, you can kind of hear everything they're saying, and and you know they feel like they're on the pitch with you at times. So, yeah, we've had a few, few, few games with them over the years, and they've been really good games. So, um, I'd probably say Cash. Yeah, like I mean the new stadiums like Hull FC is great, and you know playing there, and, and obviously Saints when I've been playing for Wigan and, and Wigan when I've been playing for Saints. You know them packed out stadiums, twenty odd thousand of. You know, they, they, there's no better atmosphere than them. So, um, but I'd probably say Cass. Right. So, if you were in the snake or you're at semis after, <laughs> you, after you've won, because you're not a wild out when you've been beat, obviously. No. Nope. Um, and you've had a few, mate. The mics in your hand. What you're giving us? You know what? I've never been the snake, but oh, aren't you? No, but I think it's going. I think it's going to come soon. And uh, <laughs> the, the lads go on about it all the time. I can't believe I've never been. But when they've gone out, I've, I've never gone. Um, but I am looking forward to my first first experience there. But what would I sing? I'd probably go... Uh, I've, I've seen that one done by, actually, the Living Witness, you know, that water boys that hold the moon. Oh, the, the acoustic odds. The acoustic yeah, yeah, yeah. odds, and they sing that really well. I'd like to think I could belt that out, but I probably couldn't. So I'd probably <laughs> be somewhat like... Some of that someone sings along with, like, the old bar in Sweet Carolina or something. yeah. Right, you're giving us the shuffle or you're just blasting it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm just blasting out there. Hopefully people are joining. Follow Trot the Egg in on social media outlets. Facebook is Trot the Egg in. YouTube is Trot the Egg in. Twitter is at Trot the Egg in slash at John Head. Instagram is Trot underscore D underscore Egg in. And LinkedIn, John Hedrington.
You've been listening to Trot the Eggin. Thanks to our sponsors by Dell Sports. Follow us on Twitter at Trot the Eggin and Instagram at Trot underscore the underscore egg underscore in.